Real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast, be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. If you haven't already, be sure to grab your free copy of my first two books, Frugalpreneur and Authorpreneur, by going to thesarahstjohn.com forward slash free. That's T-H-E-S-A-R-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N dot com forward slash free. Now on to the show. I have decided to close my travel agency, and here's why. As everyone knows, the travel industry has been deeply affected by COVID-19. So that was kind of the nail in the coffin. That's ultimately what made me decide right here and now to close up shop. But I was actually thinking about it prior to COVID because I'm really enjoying this whole podcasting thing and everything that I'm doing. This podcast, my podcast production company, podseam.com, that's P-O-D-S-E-A-M.com if you want to check it out, if you need help with your podcast. And then I also have podcastresourcedirectory.com, which is basically a directory listing of the various tools, courses, and just all the various things that someone could want or need to help them produce a podcast. So I've been getting really involved in the whole podcast arena, and I have been known to operate multiple businesses simultaneously, off and on for years, probably a decade or more. But I'm getting to the point where I have concluded that podcasting is the avenue I want to stick with. It's pretty much the only thing I want to stick with at this point. And so I was starting to feel that way long before COVID. But with COVID, the impact on the travel industry, I mean, it's just a mess. It's volatile. I had to cancel all my bookings. My sub agent had to cancel all her bookings. I think she said that she was spending 40 hours a week on the phone canceling and re- maybe rebooking and all this stuff. And every industry has their pros and cons. Every industry could potentially be volatile. Not everything is recession proof. Uh, not everything is COVID proof. I mean, podcasting is neither. I mean, there's no perfect business or industry. But given the fact that I was already considering closing shop because I wanted to focus all my time and attention and resources on podcasting and that whole industry and the different things I'm doing there, but it was COVID that I think I would have closed the agency at some point, but this was just kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, the nail in the coffin. So I'm not sure that this is something that any of y'all care about, given that this podcast has nothing to do with the travel industry. But my point is, it's okay to say goodbye. It's okay to cut ties and end things with one of your businesses if it's not working out or if something else has come along that you enjoy better, that you see more long-term potential. You know, this kind of thing happens all the time. And, and I've been through this several times throughout my entrepreneurial journey. Uh, okay, for example, I had a photography business. Let's see, I started that in 2008, closed up shop, I believe it was 2014, 2015, somewhere in there. So I think, yeah, 2015, I believe. So I had it for seven years. That's what it was. And I, it was doing dis- decently, but realized it 
if you've listened to the very first episode of this program, you know why I stopped doing that. And so you can go back and listen to that if you'd like, called The Introduction to Frugalpreneur. So I guess I won't rehash it here in case you have heard that or if you want a deeper explanation of all that. So I guess that's really the only other business I've had where it was doing really well, you know, relatively speaking, everything can do better, but that I realized that it just wasn't where I was going to go and be long term. And I've had several businesses that have been much smaller, a lot less income producing and things like that didn't, you know, last or stick or whatever. The travel agency was probably on on par with uh, the photography business in terms of income and length of time that I was doing it. I started that in 2015 um, after I closed up the photography business. So I've been doing that for five years, I guess you could say, almost as long as the photography business. And there are just some things that it's just for a season of your life. Not every business you start is going to be your lifelong business or your dream business or, but you know, Sometimes you need to start and close businesses on your path to finding out what it really is that you want to do with your life, with your business, with your career, with your time and money and resources. And and you may be asking, well, what's to say that podcasting won't become the next travel agency, the next photography business? You know, what's to say that I won't stop podcasting and and producing podcasts and all that stuff. And I suppose that's a possibility, but I never felt about photography and the travel agency as I do about podcasting. I can see a clear path to success and income and leads and clients and this, that, and the other, and and clear path to evolving the company, growing it, I guess you could say, that I never really saw or felt with any other business I've had. And while I enjoyed photography in the general sense, it was more of a hobby that I was trying to make into a career. And then with the travel industry, I love traveling. I'm a world traveler, been all over and would love to continue to travel post-COVID whenever that is. So loving to travel, here's the thing, loving to travel for yourself is one thing, And I enjoyed even like the booking process, the, you know, the planning process. I would do itineraries and it was very organized and blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, well, then I should start a travel agency because I'm good at this. And, And I was good at it, but it's a whole different thing when you're planning travel for other people. You're not the one that gets to go on this trip that you've been planning and doing the itinerary for and all this stuff. And it's just not the same. I still have a love of travel and we'll continue to travel. That hasn't changed. But having a business or career for me, a travel industry just didn't work out. (laughs) But that's okay, because I learned just like any of my businesses. Some I learn much quicker than others. Some I learn within a week or a month that I don't like doing that thing. And I'm going to close up that business. Some take five or seven years. But podcasting is a whole nother beast, a whole nother, but in a good way. (laughs) I I love recording them, producing them, editing. I love listening to podcasts. I and it's such a quickly it's evolving so quickly and it's gaining momentum and traction so quickly and I see the potential for it to be huge. And and it's getting there and so not that that's the only reason why you should do something. 
You have to have a love for it and enjoy it. And you have to be able to see yourself doing it for years upon years, decades, etc. And I do. And I, I don't. I think this is it. I think this is the whole podcast. Anything and everything within the podcasting realm is where I'm going to stick. And I think that now that the travel agency is closed, which was really my only other main business or time suck, I guess you could say, now that that's kind of out of my hair, I'm going to be able to dedicate the time, devotion, energy, uh, resources, and money that was all going into that now transferred over to the whole podcasting realm. And, you know, I'm just excited to see that explode and and explore that. And uh, so anyway, my point is that not everything you do, not every business you start or open is going to last, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a failure. It was just, it, it could be just a stepping stone or a learning, a time to learn and grow as an entrepreneur. I mean, because let's be real, who figures it out their first time? I mean, you see people on Shark Tank, the Shark Tank guys, the Shark Tank hosts and, and, and whoever else, these big entrepreneurial people and, you know, with a big following, lots of money, lots of businesses, whatever. But a lot of times you don't know or you don't remember or you don't even bother to find out their story and the years and decades it maybe took them to get where they are and, and all the businesses that they started and had to close. So it's very rare that someone gets it right the first go round. And it's okay if you don't get it right the first go round because you will inevitably learn something that you can take into your next business with that. So that's my encouragement today. If you're doing something, a business that you're not 100% in on, invested in mentally, physically, emotionally, even spiritually, you, it starts to feel like more of a drag than it is enjoyable. It feels like a time suck. It feels like a money waster. It feels like it just becomes a burden, like it's not enjoyable and you don't know why you're doing it. And I would say that those would be indicators that you need to really evaluate the situation and maybe step back and look at it and be like, can I see myself doing this for another five or 10 years? Is there something else? You know, and the problem is with entrepreneurs and this is true of me, is that shiny object syndrome. I mean, we're constantly getting new ideas all the freaking time. And there is not enough hours in the day to do everything that we want to do. So some ideas, while they may seem good on the surface, I mean, first of all, is the idea even realistic? Can you? My point is don't close up shop just because of shiny object syndrome, because you see something else that you want to experiment and dabble in. But if that other thing is becoming more of a priority or more appealing or more, not, and not just from a money-making standpoint, but from like something that you actually enjoy. For example, when I closed up the photography business and started the travel agency, that was a step in that direction. The travel agency was more up my alley and more enjoyable. And while I only had it for five years versus the photography company for seven years, you may think, oh, well, then you must have not gone in the right direction. But I think it isn't so much that the photography business leading into the travel agency and going from a seven-year business to a five-year business that, that that's the issue. The issue is 
I'm getting out of the travel agency sooner than I got out of the photography business, not because it was the wrong decision to make to get into the travel industry. I don't think it was ever a mistake. I think it was what I was supposed to do, and I learned lots of things from it and enjoyed it for a while. I think the lesson is that it only took me five years this time to know to close a travel agency and to go full-time into podcasting. I shouldn't say full-time, but as far as my businesses are concerned, what I mean by that is not having a million different businesses at the same time juggling, you know what I mean? So it only took me five years to realize that versus seven years because it wasn't like, oh, six years in the photography business, it was all good, and I was like enjoying it, and the last year was just kind of blah, and so I decided not to. It was probably half that time, you know what I mean? And, but yet, it still took me seven years to move on to something else, and sometimes you just have to have stepping stones. And yes, photography has nothing to do with travel, and travel has nothing to do with podcasting. None of these things are related, so in that sense, you might be like, well, how could they be stepping stones? You know, like what you would think of when you're climbing a corporate ladder, you're going up, usually in the same direction or something related, same company, whatever. I don't mean it in that sense. I mean it in maybe you're stepping sideways. You're not going up necessarily because it's not the same industry, but stepping stones, going sideways, perhaps, into something completely different. But yet you learn from your previous businesses the mistakes, the mishaps, but also the wins. So that's my encouragement. Don't, I mean, don't just close up shop on your business at the first thought that you have of it, unless you absolutely have to for some sort of financial reason or what have you. Give it thought if there is a different reason. And see, that's the thing with both those those businesses, the photography and the travel agency, I did give them both thought, thought to close them for quite some time before I actually did it. So I'm not discouraging you from closing up shop and going somewhere else and, and trying something else, of course, but give it thought. Think about it. Think about the future of you doing that thing versus the other thing. Make sure it's not shiny object syndrome. You know, if there's two things or more, because <laughs> I have been known to do more than two things at one time, if there are two or more things and you're just not sure, then sure, dabble here and there. Try them out, see what works. But just know that if you ultimately decide to close up shop and move on, do something else, that, that doesn't mean you failed. You learned something and it was just something you had to do to move on to what you're really supposed to be doing. We learn things and we grow and sometimes we can't make it to the finish line until, think about it this way. Let's go with the finish line analogy. You don't just start the start line and automatically then get to the finish line. There's a lot of steps along the way that you have to take. And that's what I think of when I think of having several businesses and going from one to the next, to the next, to the next. That's not always a good thing if you're constantly going from one to one to one to one. But I mean, five years, seven years, that's reasonable. And they're stepping stones, taking steps from start to the finish line. Maybe the photography business was my start line, you know, and so I did several steps along the photography business and then I had the travel agency, several more steps. And now I'm clearly not at the finish line, but I, I think with podcasting is where, where it's going to be, so... I know I just rambled and I hope that that made sense. None of this was scripted. I don't even have notes for this. I'm just speaking from my heart and my mind, but hopefully it was encouraging in some way. If so, I'd love to hear about it. You can 
tweet me or however you want to contact me at the Sarah St. John. And I'll talk to you later. And if you want more episodes like this versus like the interview format, which I think those are great too, but sometimes I just need to, I wouldn't call this venting or ranting by any means, but sometimes it's good, I think, to put yourself out there and open up and whether it's good or bad, you know. So if you like episodes like these, let me know and I will come up with some more ideas to do. All right. Talk to you later. If you enjoyed and found value from this episode, I'd greatly appreciate it if you rate, review, subscribe, and share at ratethispodcast.com forward slash frugalpreneur. Until next time. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, Share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.